Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Welcome to the weekly We Are LA Tech Remix episode. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. So this is George Wu, uh, founder of the podcast Navigating Rise, which is with the goal of breaking down cultural barriers and currently located in Koreatown, Los Angeles. Yeah, I launched it in January mm -hmm. and then slowly been kind of ramping it up. So at first, it was just trying to give Asians a voice because I feel like a lot of Asian voices are underrepresented. Wait, what's it called? Navigating the Rise. Navigating the Rise. Yeah. So cool. it's a lot of, because of the fact you can see that a lot of minorities that Latino American as well as African Americans, they are very vocal and Asian culture is all about harmony. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times that when things don't go according to plan, they kind of basically go around that. Right. And then slowly, because of the fact that one, throughout my travels, I really loved learning about other people's cultures. And that's how I started picking up different languages as well. Uh, and actually have a goal, just go to a different country every single year, just so I can learn a different culture and immerse in myself and kind of challenge my paradigm. I love that. Yeah. So for that purposes, I realized that even though initially that was the goal, but ultimately I'm really just trying to break down cultural barriers and have people understand uh, that specific Asian culture. And actually because of that, over the time, the, recently a company has approached me where I'm actually going to give a training, cultural awareness and a perception of different cultures at one of the tier one automotive supplier group. Um, so that's kind of how it forms. So I think that that might be where it's going at the moment. Um, so that's the current update. And how often does your podcast come out? It comes out every two weeks uh, in terms of uh, former episodes. Mm -hmm. And in between those episodes, I recently launched uh, small segments, basically Good, yeah. like five to maybe 10 minutes yeah. long. Where basically give you top pointers, like the most recent one is like the 10 gifts you should never give to a Chinese person. Uh, like you should never give them that because, well, for example, one of the gifts you should never give them is time, like clocks, watches. Ooh, why? Because usually it means that you're running out of time. That usually you give that oh. to people who are dead. It signifies oh, death. Oh, wow. Right? So this are, is interesting. Yeah. So there are a lot of different things that, like, there's not just one of them, the other things too. And then what's your goal with the podcast? Yeah, so with the goal, right now it's more about breaking down cultural barriers, making sure people understand the different cultures. And then actually realize that by understanding culture, it has a business value too. Uh, just make sure people understand that it's not just all about the logical numbers. And it's also about understanding the soft side, the nuances, mm -hmm. yeah. and how you can translate that. And there's actually been a lot of study has been done that uh, where they say the future is Asia. Yeah. So 
even with the recent trade war that's happening in the current administration between China and the U.S., you see other parts of Asia, they're actually growing significantly. Um, so basically, they're growing perhaps even faster than China. Right. So basically, a lot of the economy and the growth will be coming from that side. And if you're not understanding that culture, there's a high likelihood that you'll be doing business with that side, whether like it or not, uh, directly or indirectly. So it's just better to understand as many different cultures as possible yeah. so that you can prepare yourself when you're faced with people that think differently from you, act differently from you, and just come from a different like, assumption. I'm Joe Bhakti, the founder of Quanchin. We detect the 10 deadliest cancers at early stages in the blood using self-DNA and deep genomics and AI. We're based in Santa Monica. One of the big problems of our time is that all this great entrepreneurial talent tends to go into spaces where the notion is that when you start the company, you have kind of an understanding of all the things you need to do. So that's why people do cat videos and, you know, social media yeah. apps, because it's kind of people get it. It's like, okay, yeah. I can code that. I need an, I need an iPhone app and I'm done. When it's something where you clearly can't do all of the things, like let's say building nuclear fusion right. or curing cancer, then people yeah. drop the ball. They're like, I have no idea how to do that. So how would I even start? Right. Our history is that we kind of got sucked into it step by step. My background is I'm I'm an economist. I worked in M&A, then in quantitative finance, uh, in VC a little bit. I started a, a social media company. But my personal background is very medical. So right. I come from a medical family. Yeah. My mom was a bioscientist. My dad is a professor for you microbiology. You had no choice. My brother is an <laughs> engineer and a doctor. I had no choice. So I got sucked in. Or someone in my family you asked me. your mom being like, what is this social media stuff? <laughs> no. <laughs> they clearly had no respect for that stuff, that's for sure. Which did not stop me from doing it. But. So it's, it's funny that I always, they wanted me to become, of course, a doctor and right. a scientist. So when I was 19, when you make these decisions, I said, no way. I like the economy. These are very interesting questions. What is money? What, what do people right. want? How do you make it all yeah. work? So I went there and then went in a very different direction. And then through the investment route, I came back and I just felt I had this weird natural uh, ability to understand biotech just faster than other stuff. Right. right? Fusion is a great example. I love yeah. nuclear fusion. I love the whole problem. When I read a fusion paper, you know, subatomic physics, yeah. I just read it and think like, God, that's like very hard to understand that stuff. Right. And then I have friends who are, you know, nuclear physicists and they say what well, I, I mean, it's so easy. So I feel a little dumb when it's biology. It's the yeah. opposite. I always realize like, I mean, duh, that's like so trivial. And then these guys who I know are smarter than me in right, physics, right. they don't get it. Right. So at some point I figure out maybe I'm just better in bio. Right. And so someone approached me to help him on kind of a quantitative problem in cancer. So yeah. they basically could isolate, um, cells circulating cells in the blood right. and didn't know what that cell is and they asked me how could we figure out if it's cancer or not right looking at the genome and then i said well let me just look at it and figure it out so we just your average wednesday okay so so i knew like that was a pure data problem you have to yeah you need big genomics data sets on a lot of cancer patients where you see the mutational profiles yeah. on the dna yeah. and then have to do some machine learning and figure out okay what patterns do we have to look for in order to determine if a cell is mutated in a way that makes it more likely a cancer cell so after we solved that problem which wasn't too hard it was like two months or something as a side gig um 
I talked to a bunch of family friends who are in that field. Right. And they all said they have never heard of that. It's like, that seems like smart, but I can't tell you anything about it because I've never heard of that, like to yeah. do it this way. And they were important people at Stanford and Berkeley and some other people. And then I thought, wow, if they never heard of it, then probably no one knows that. And we just did it. So maybe we have something here that is actually worth pursuing because if we can tell you if a cell is a cancer cell or not, we could look at cell-free DNA in the blood and just detect cancer, which right. is kind of a big deal clinically. You could save a lot of people. This is Liz Dubelman, Editor-in-Chief of Witty.com, Women in Technology International. I'm located in Los Angeles. So we have networks, we call them, and they're local, they're everywhere. So they're in India, they're in China, they're in Nashville, they're in New York, they're in Los Angeles. And those are events that you go to, career fairs or people that are lecturing. But in between all of that, there are webinars where we teach various things. You'll be on a webinar soon. Um, we have coaching circles in which you learn different things. A the difference between a coaching circle and a webinar is a webinar is more like a lecture. So you go into a lecture hall, metaphorically, it's actually yeah. just a technology. Um, you go and, and you give your speech and then people ask questions at the end. A this is virtually. Yes. Yes. A coaching circle, also virtual, is more of a one-to-one -one communication, even though there might be a group of eight people or something like that. And then we support all of that with editorial. We have a lot of articles that are both written by outside people, but our most popular articles are written by women in the organization, their first-person narrative, their story. So exactly what you asked me, what was your journey? And those are the articles I love the most. Because they will tell you, and they'll be very upfront about it. They'll say, this woman didn't support me in this meeting, and I hated her for it. Then later on, we went out for a drink, and she said, well, I saw that there was only space on top for one woman. And then they got together and said, you know what? Maybe there's space for two. And those are the sort of stories that I love. So we have those. We have a summit that happens in June. That's probably our biggest conference. And it's every year. Uh, it's every year. And this year will be the 25th anniversary of our Hall of Fame inductions. And uh, these are extraordinary women from all over the world who have done extraordinary things. And they will speak. And it's, an it's just an amazing feeling. I was on the bus from the airport last year going to the summit with a busload of women who were all from one corporation who had never met each other because they don't have something in place in their particular corporation for the women to meet each other. They were so happy to be together. I mean, we were giddy. And what's Witty's mission statement? Well, to empower. What we really basically do is we give people a place to raise their profile. We support them. We give them a way to be recruited, to educate them for the things that they need to do, and retention. So in other words, if you're in one position, you're, you're there forever, and you yeah. need to, to get to the next level, to a C-suite level, let's say, for example. We help you do, do that sort of education that will help you. So we empower and we inspire. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, 
job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Community spotlight coordination by Anna Freeberg. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.